To be the best, you need to play with the best. You might not have your own personal high-level circle of women yet, but you can hang with us on The Female Millionaire Show. I'm Midori Verity, serial entrepreneur for over 25 years, and I interview badass female founders and cut through to what you really need to know. So in 20 minutes, you have what can take years to learn. If you're wanting to play bigger, come play with us. Join the female entrepreneur revolution today. Cheers. All right, do you have something that you are passionate about that maybe you've gone to school with, for and now you're feeling like it's time for you to take that profession and go on the road with it and really create a new business? That is exactly what our guest has done. She has a beautiful business. Her name is Angela Fraser McTair, and she is a skincare scientist turned med spa owner, and they are scaling up. They have a franchise model, um, and they're doing some amazing things. So we're gonna get into her story. We're gonna talk about some of the struggles that happen. Having a franchise ain't easy. So we are gonna be talking about that. We're gonna talk about you know, her journey and why she got into this. And let's get started. Welcome to the show, Angela. Oh, thank you so much, Midoriya. I really appreciate you having me today. It's an honor. Yeah, well, we were talking a little bit before the show and you've had quite the journey and you have so much wisdom to share in this, in this, I don't know how long you've owned your business, but I think you have learned quite a bit in this, um, along this journey. So give us some background. Talk to us about where you started and how you got to where you are now. Okay, well, we can go to ancient history or we can just start like in prehistoric times. Let's, um, let's start in kind of that. Yeah, yeah, let's keep it a little bit tight, yeah. Understood, understood. Well, um, former life, I was a skincare scientist. I produced skincare formulas for Johnson & Johnson, Rock Neutrogena, Clean & Clear, you name it, those guys. Um, my next phase of my career was actually as a product developer on the marketing side. So I would develop the packaging, the brand story, filling a niche gap for a particular skincare product. And I worked with L'Oreal, Estee Lauder, those kinds of companies, making sure it's beautiful, it's inviting. And I realized in both of those careers, I'm now on career number three, that it is really gratifying for me to be able to offer people a hands-on service where they see results because there were certain need gaps in the market that a product on the shelf just couldn't address it. So for me, being able to lay hands on a person, have them get up and be excited about the results, see a difference. We're talking about people with unwanted hair growth, right? We're talking about people with acne that the clean and clear bar just isn't going to address it. Those kinds of things where they're trying, they're ordering things online, they're doing everything they can, and it's just not getting better. So this is when you need a professional. And the professional skincare centers at Harlem Zen are really focused on being able to help people with those kinds of needs. They've done everything they can figure out. They've been at the drugstore ad nauseum, they've gone to the dermatologist and maybe got some things that burned a little bit or hurt their skin hurts and they wanted a solution for their skin concern, their aesthetic concern that they just, it's a conundrum for them. That's where we come in and give them the support that they need. 
Okay, great. So you started with one and then you have expanded. I believe you have four four locations now. And I want to dive into that because there's a lot of people who start a business and they're just trying to get that one location going, which I strongly suggest, make sure you have the system down, make sure you have the revenues, you have it all figured out um, before you expand. But you have, you have four locations and you have gone into the franchise model, which is a beast in and of itself. But can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, at what point did you decide, you know what, let's expand, let's start scaling this and go into different locations. What, what were the measurements? What were the benchmarks that you looked at to help you decide, okay, now's the time. That is actually a really great question. Um, We did start with just one location and that for me was learning phase where you're trying things, you're figuring things out. In the aesthetics industry, there's so many shiny objects. They've got a new this for that and a new gadget. Literally every year you go to this big trade show and they show you all these things. And before you know it, you could have invested, you know, $10,000 in new equipment. So in that first location, which we initially opened in New York in 2015, and literally later that same year, due to some personal reasons, I decided to relocate to Atlanta, but had a strong client base in New York. So I ended up doing the back and forth and just maintaining both client bases because the clients in New York said, oh, you're not coming back. You're not going to say, no, I really asked where I'm coming back. And so literally since 2015, through the time of the pandemic, every month I went to New York and saw my New York clients. Um, But in that process, I was really able to refine and kind of ratchet in on the services that were most profitable, um, understand the differences between the markets, Uh, A lot of clients in New York want skincare. A lot of clients in Atlanta want hair removal. You know, it's just, there's a learning. You know, I had some major, and we offer both. We do full body laser hair removal and skincare services. But over the course of the years, I started to see some patterns and some differences market to market and was able to kind of shift the offering to make sure that we're able to talk to that client base about what they're truly interested in. So it's been a really interesting journey and lots of learning for me. Um, We had location number one in a couple different places before we decided to expand. So we had this location was number one. That location was still the first corporate location. And then we moved over here. So in that process, I learned how to set up a shop quickly and inexpensively. So it became a skill set that I could offer a future franchisee and say, hey, you don't have to spend, you know, $50,000 on build out. I can show you how to do it for this amount and really help people to understand the lean setup business model, really only focusing in on what equipment you really need to get the job done for the services that are going to be most profitable. So do I love a good foot detox? Of course, that's an awesome service. It's very supportive to clear skin. But if we're offering a service that takes that amount of time, takes up that amount of space, has that lower level of engagement with the client. So there are certain 
um, services that over the years I learned, well, we need to weed this one out. We need to weed that one out. Let's focus on these ones that people really want that they book and book re rebook regularly. So the franchisee can have a real steady stream of income and have some certainty in their business model. Right. You know, I, I've owned several different businesses over the last 30 years. I have not owned a franchise, but I do know how hard it is to start up a business. Also, I've worked with hundreds of other entrepreneurs, right? So, I, so I'm very familiar with the challenges of starting up your own business. That's one of the beautiful things about purchasing a franchise because someone else has already gone through the challenges, figured out the best revenue streams, figured out the obstacles that you are inevitably going to face. And that's why I believe that there are quite a few studies. There's a lot of research behind when you purchase a proven franchise model, your success rate is far higher. So I want to kind of touch in on that because that's a really important factor. Not everyone should start a business from scratch. There is a lot of value to be said for owning a franchise and investing in that. So yeah. tell us some of the challenges, if you wouldn't mind sharing some of the challenges that you have encountered as you've grown your business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I definitely want to make sure that I appreciate you for that wonderful point about franchising first, um, because it has been a real blessing to be able to assist people, give them an option to easily open something, create something, but we're not from scratch. It's still yours. You're in business for yourself, but not by yourself and having that kind of support. So um, I'm really grateful that you brought that point out because even though it's an interesting animal, um, there's really a lot of benefits there, especially for somebody who has that business sense, but maybe not deep knowledge in a particular area. Mm -hmm. So that's really, really meaningful to me to hear you speak about that. Um, with respect to challenges in the business, I mean, it's, you go to the entrepreneurial school of hard knocks, right? That's pretty much um, what we all go through. I would say in recent times, the biggest challenge has really been the changes in how HR, hiring, retention, all of the things associated with team churn, how those things happen. So uh, turnover following the pandemic has been an amazingly different experience than it was pre-pandemic. I think that potentially some months of sitting at home and having lots of maybe people assessing their lives more and thinking about what means the most to them or researching businesses and feeling more interested to potentially do some business on my own or, you know, have some entrepreneurial endeavors in mind that they're like, now I have time and opportunity to pursue this. Whatever the reason was, things greatly shifted. And for us as a small business without a big household name, it really put us in more of a precarious position than an ideal image or one of our more well-known competitors in that it's, it's challenging to first find that type of talent. Mm -hmm. So it's not like um, any, any person can, can do this work. So it's kind of really specialized. 
And with us having focus on being able to really treat skin of color with excellence, that's one of the big promises behind our brand is that we're trying to make sure that people know this is a safe place for people of all skin tones to have safe and effective services. And we'd work with light-based therapies. Light-based therapy is going to work differently on my skin than it's going to work on your skin. Sure. So person has to have that um, understanding and be able to have that level of sophistication in their treatment practices to be able to adjust and treat skin of color safely. Um, so sure. we treat the whole rainbow, but we're, we're kind of like it... a wild unicorn whenever we're staffing. It's, yeah. It's so, okay. Person. So let me, let me ask you this, Angela. So I'm, I'm dealing with, with client challenges, all the, you know, business owner challenges all the time. And so of course, you know, everyone's hearing about the staffing people are, you know, it's just tough right now. It's, it's shifted. And so let me ask you, have you, do you have something in place for the staff that you, that you're, you know, whether it's your own franchise or the other franchises or your other corporate offices where the people who are getting hired to work there, who are skilled, have an opportunity to possibly move up and eventually own their own franchise, right? So they can see that there is possibility for them to, if they stay in this company and they they hit their benchmarks and they are you know, going through the training, that there's an opportunity for them to own their own. So versus them going in thinking, I'm going to go do it myself, they're getting training within Harlem Zen and it's helping you grow your business and it's helping them see a path forward. You are spot on with that. And I think that's been one of the real highlights that's kind of helped us recover a bit from this shift in how hiring happens and the whole way that people interact, employees and employers, so different. So you really have to have a few more tricks in your pocket, a few more points of difference that you can offer that will make people really believe in you. So the fact that we're small, you're not going to be employee number 275. You know, we know you by name. You're somebody who matters to us. I still do as much of the training personally as I can because it's really important to me that we're doing things the same way, that there's a very uh, productive kind of sustainable experience, um, predictable for the client. And um, being able to assist people in that, it's been really important. So I love that whenever we talk to people now, their eyes light up when we talk to them about, we have a path to ownership program. And so that means that after X number of years and with these benchmarks hit, you could become an owner. The company will support you. You will have, you know, all of the all of the assets, the marketing assets, you'll have the training, you'll have the protocols, you'll have our vendor relationships so that you can get machines at greatly discounted prices. And just being able to talk to them about things like that, because this set of the new employees right now, and just this generation, this newer generation that's kind of coming into play, they have a whole different mindset on how business should happen and the trajectory they see for their careers. So at Harlem Zen, we talk about uh, my hope for every person who comes in here is that you one of two paths, that you become a technical expert and you go towards the training path or you become an owner and we take you towards the business path. 
So they can see growth for themselves here, even though we're not a huge corporation, there's still a lot of growth. There's a lot of opportunity to scale and have like a really major uptick in your career just staying here. Yeah. So I, I love I love that you have a path like you know, you have those those opportunities with with you know, we have about with one of our companies, we have around 25 employees and one thing I, I know is that it's not always the, the amount that you pay is that they see opportunity to rise up and to be respected. And it's the culture that you bring them into. So if they love it, if they're aligned with the culture, and this also goes to when you hire them, but when they're aligned with the culture, the chances of these people staying and growing with your company and, you know, being a good advocate, right? Because that's yeah. all, all your staff is always an advocate of your company is yeah. such a win-win. And I love that you have that factored into the model. I, I have a feeling we are going to see be seeing a lot more Harlem Zens as time goes on. <laughs> it looks beautiful so and much. the logo is beautiful. <laughs> Um, yeah. So tell us, how can we, where can we find out more about Harlem Zen? Oh, that's so kind of you. You can find us on the line, online at harlemzen.com, just H-A-R-L-E-M-Z-E-N.com. Or you can always give us a call, 646-389-3633. And there's consultations that are always complimentary you can talk to a skincare pro. No one's going to pressure you to book an appointment, but we really genuinely want to help people figure out what's the answer to my skincare problem. There's that thing that is bothering me and I don't know how to fix it. There's nothing at Dwayne Reed. There's nothing at CVS. There's nothing at you know, Walgreens that can help me. What, what do I do? Um, and we want to be that resource for people in the community. We want to hire from the community. We want to involve with people and give back and just really be baked in. So um, I'm very appreciative of this opportunity to speak about the company. Well, I'm excited to see you grow and see you all over the place. So thank you for being here and sharing us, sharing your journey and talking about employees and staffing and all of that. So thanks again. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. <laughs>